This is Connect Me, the official podcast of Marymount City Schools. Welcome back to the Connect Me podcast. I am Alex Lyon and I'm joined by Superintendent Stephen Eastep. So as we've made our way through April, I've noticed, as I'm sure many others have, uh, that construction on the Marymount High School campus has really ramped up recently. So what's been going on around the campus lately? Yeah, uh, construction has uh, officially kicked off. Uh, we've spent uh, so much time working and planning for this project that it's, it's rewarding to see work actually begin. And so, of course, right now we are still in the very early stages of construction, uh, but uh, you certainly can notice work beginning uh, in the upper fields and the practice field area where we are uh, constructing some temporary parking lots um, and uh, uh, soon, um, if not already, work uh, is beginning near Wooster Pike as we create that new uh, access drive onto campus. So why are the upper parking lot and the access drive the first step of the construction process? So that upper parking lot uh, is important because uh, where the senior parking lot currently is, uh, that is where the temporary classrooms are going to be placed. And so we need to be able to um, shift uh, the parking off that lot to a temporary lot uh, in order to open up the space there behind Kuzel Stadium to bring in those modular classrooms. Uh, that access drive is, is important immediately because we want to have a construction-only driveway uh, during the project to isolate construction traffic from the traffic uh, uh, from our students and our staff. And so eventually, though, once the, the, the project is complete, the plan is that that construction drive will then become a permanent drive, a new main entrance into the high school campus. And you mentioned earlier that there's been a lot of work in planning to get us to this stage. So walk us through what steps the district has taken to get to this point. So our goal throughout this entire project has been to be as transparent as possible and to include as many different voices and opinions as we possibly could. And I think we've, we've been able to do that. Um, since uh, November, we have developed uh, 10 different community uh, committees. Um, that are all uh, either have worked or continue to work uh, on some aspect of this project, uh, whether it be classroom spaces, safety protocols, or, or the transition period that we're going to have during construction. And these committees have administrators, staff, parents, community members, um, students, all a part of these committees because, again, we, we think it's important to have those voices at the table. And so to dive deeper into this topic, we are joined by three guests um, who are here to speak to their roles on these committees and what they've been doing to advance the MHS facility project. Our first guest uh, is Emily Colpe, who is the librarian and digital learning coach at Marymount High School and serves as a member of the Transition Task Force. So, Emily, can you start by telling us uh, who's involved in this committee and how long you have been meeting with all these folks? Sure. Thank you for inviting me. The Transition Task Force is a group of Marymount students, staff, parents, and community members who've been meeting since October of 2018. Um, I joined the task force this fall when the group expanded to include additional voices at the table as the mission of the group became more immediate and concrete. And so what uh, kind of work is it that you've been focusing on as, as this uh, group's been coming together? The first thing the Transition Task Force set out to do was to define all the things that make up the high school experience. What makes the student experience special? What traditions are important to hold on to? What's crucial to making next year really great? 
Then we looked at how those things might be impacted by the transition to the new building. And we began to brainstorm how to not only maintain what's important, but explore opportunities for new experiences and traditions. With so many voices at the table, we were really able to get creative and come up with some fun new innovations that will make next year really special. So a lot of people certainly had questions about this upcoming year in particular because there's going to be so much transition going on, uh, especially our students who who are going to be using temporary classrooms. Uh, What would you say the one thing is that you've learned from your time on the transition task force that you think is going to be beneficial for everyone to know going into this, this school year next year? Well, I'm like a lot of the students. I went into this task force feeling pretty anxious about what next year was going to look like. Um, But the one thing I've learned from my work on the task force committee is that it's calmed my fears and it's gotten me so excited about next year. There's so many people sitting around the table committed to making sure next year is a good experience. And we've done so much planning and thought has gone into this plan that You know, teachers have been really positive about the move. I'm hearing so much excitement about the modulars because there's going to be so much more light and space. And I really believe next year is going to be so great. So what people should know is we don't need to worry about next year for sure. Great. And, you know, I think we have uh, 10 different committees of some some type working at this point in time on the project. The transition task force is, is just one of them. But, you know, what would you say in terms of, of the importance of having a team like this one? I think this task force was critical to making sure no stone was left unturned. When you bring a diverse group of stakeholders to the table, you get really diverse perspectives and each person looking at the scenario from a different angle. So that translates to the task force looking at everything from parking to parent drop-offs, school dances, sports practice schedules, maps of the building, conferences, tailgating, lunch, clubs, theater, you name it. We, we, checked into everything. So it also meant that each person brought some really fresh ideas and some problem-solving skills, and we were able to build off each other. And I think it's unique to look at the future is what we have all been thinking about with the new building, but I think it's just equally important to not let this next year go by the wayside and make sure it's really special too. Our next guest is Steve Spooner, who is a community member and a former parent of five children who all attended Marymount schools. Steve, what committee have you been a part of in this process, and who else is involved in all of this work? Um, I've been a member of the community project team, and as part of that, I was also involved in the uh, the athletic uh, planning team, um, the athletic facilities planning team. Um, can you tell us a little bit about who is involved, like who makes up these groups? It's it's just uh, it's a bunch of uh, community members, um, you know, people, that, um, you know, people from from Marymount and Terrace Park and Fairfax that have an interest in the schools and want to help out. Awesome. So, what has been the focus of the community project team in in your time on this committee? Yeah, I mean, we were looking at different options as far as you know what the what should be done as far as the high school is concerned. Um, you know, it. it the, the the building was an interesting concept when it was uh, you know put into place uh, a bunch of years ago, um, but there's no lighting. There's you know I mean there's no exterior lighting. There's no windows. Um, uh, you know I had uh, one of my daughters uh, you know during swim season would tell me that she'd you know get to school it'd be dark in the morning she wouldn't see the sunlight. 
Um, and she'd, you know, go through her entire school day, go to swim practice afterwards, and then it's dark, you know, at night. And, you know, would go an entire day without seeing seeing uh, sunshine. Um, you know, it, 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 it wears you down. So uh, that was one of the things. There, there were all kinds of reasons why, you know, we, we needed to do something to get the, the – the building uh, to be a good environment for our kids to learn in. So why did you want to get involved with this community project team or really just the Marymount High School facility project in general? Well, I mean, I have five kids. Um, they've all gotten a great education from, from Marymount. And um, <clears throat> I just, you know, wanted to stay involved and, and you know, uh, pay it forward, um, you know, help out and, Make sure that uh, you know future generations of Marymount kids get a good education in a in a you know in a good facility. So you mentioned it a little bit, but we've talked that you had five kids go through the high school. Yep. Um, and you, so you spent a lot of time in the high school, around the high school. You've seen it a, a, a lot. So, uh, how do you think that the work of this committee is going to impact future generations of Marymount High School students? I think I mean it's going to be a, a huge. Uh, benefit to the, to the kids. I mean, I, I'm I'm so looking forward to when it's actually done and we have the new facilities. And um, uh, <clears throat> and I just uh, our, our, the kids are going to have uh, better opportunities to learn. Um, it, it'll just be a healthier environment all around. Uh, I think we've done a great job here in Marymount of educating our kids in spite of the high school building that we've got. And and this will give them the you know the kind of environment that that will make it easier to uh, to do so. Joining me now is Lance Hollander, who is the director of administrative services for the school district and has been an integral part of making this facility project a reality uh, over the last few years. And so, Lance, you've been involved really in all ten of the committees that we have going. Uh, talk to us a little bit about the. The importance that you're seeing of, of having the district uh, put these dist- uh, these committees in place and, and have so many folks work right alongside us. Absolutely. The 10 committees were developed to continue to allow all stakeholders the opportunity to stay involved and provide feedback throughout the building project. Each team is focused on a certain key area that has been identified of high importance as we plan, design, and work through the project. So there's been a lot happening as these these committees uh, meet, but can you uh, give us a quick rundown of of the work that each of these uh, teams uh, is doing? Yeah, the Superintendent Facility Committee consists of district representatives and construction team members that meet on a regular basis. This team monitors timeline, budget, and key project benchmarks. Before running through the other teams, I think it is important to share that each team consists of district administrators, high school administrators, parents, students, teachers, community members, MSA Architects, Turner Construction, our owner's reps, JS Held, and experts in each area. The Transition Task Force's purpose is to think through the transition period for students and staff through the two-year construction timeline, including the student experience, athletic event and practices, modular classrooms, club meetings, traditions, and events. The Community Project Team reviews the design programming plans for the Marymount High School The team offers recommendations, feedback, and suggestions to architects, construction management, and school district about the project and process. The academics focus team is discussing the learning spaces both during the transition year and in the new high school wing. The administrative slash student services focus team 
is focusing on the student services space, such as the front office, guidance offices, college and career planning center, and life skills lab. The arts focus team is focusing on the art spaces, including the auditorium, practice rooms, art display areas, scene shop, and dressing rooms. The athletics focus team is talking through athletic spaces and possible upgrades that need to be made to the gymnasiums, pool, locker rooms, training rooms, and weight room areas. The operations-slash-maintenance focus team is focused on all aspects of maintenance and building operations, including parking lots, plumbing fixtures, electrical systems, and roofing. The safety and security focus team is exploring safety and security measures at Marymount High School for both the transition period and the new building. The Salvage Auction Commemorate Committee, also referred to the SAC Committee's goal, is to identify items in the high school that may be salvaged, possibly auctioned off, and commemorate it in the new building. All right, so a lot of work, uh, certainly covering a lot of bases. Uh, I know you are at every single one of those those committee meetings, but in addition to, to you being there, we've also uh, have representatives from uh, MSA Architects, uh, Turner Construction, and our owners, uh, reps uh, JS Held. Uh, so talk a little bit about how, how those folks are working with our teams to make sure that the recommendations and the suggestions from our community are being met in the designs and, and implementation of this project. The representatives from MSA Architects, Turner Construction, and JS Held have been actively engaged at each of the meetings. They are involved in all the conversations, taking detailed notes, and responding to all the ideas and feedback. They come prepared to each meeting with adjustments and changes gathered at previous meetings. So uh, how does having these committees ensure that we are setting the students and staff of, of Marymount High School up for success now and, and for years to come? As previously mentioned, we have a team made up of students, staff, parents, community members, and other construction team to focus on each individual key area. Together with as experts and stakeholders at each meeting, we are ensuring that we have a building to serve the needs of not only the students today, but in years to come. Well, there's certainly a lot happening right now in regards to the Marymount High School facility project. Um, and with construction kicking into high gear and these community facility teams rolling through the spring, there's always some news to share, which we do through the Building on Excellence page on the district website. You can find the latest hard hat updates along with some FAQs, design renderings, and all the information that you need all in one spot. But there's also a couple opportunities for the community to get a firsthand look at what's going on. So tell us a little bit about those. Yeah, there are two chances uh, for the community to see the building and the latest plans coming up in May. Uh, the first is our next community open house, uh, which will be on May 8th. And it'll be an opportunity to see the latest design plans and provide some feedback. Uh, and then uh, the second opportunity is our official groundbreaking ceremony, and that'll be on Thursday, May 30th. Uh, that will serve as the last chance uh, to see the existing building uh, before it is demolished and construction begins on the new academic spaces. So we hope uh, to see uh, everyone at these two events as we move forward with the Marymount High School project. Thanks for listening to Connect Me, the official podcast of Marymount City Schools. Stay connected by visiting our website at marymontschools.org and following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.